And that's what I decided. I'm going to murder my mother. And I didn't feel that I had to face what I had done ever. He killed 33 times. I'm the king, man. I decide who's does what and where they do it at. So next time you see me, <laughs> I will kill you. Right, so uh, we got a lot of stuff to plug on this episode. Yeah, yeah, a lot of shit to plug on this episode. New developments, uh, new developments, very new developments. Uh, do you want to do them now or wait till the end? We can do them now and at the end, man. People fucking forget. All right, yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, first off, welcome to the Mason Jar Chronicles. I'm Corey, and we got Johnny here as well. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I'm going to get to what we're covering today, but first I want to tell you guys about our brand new Patreon page. Uh, it's patreon.com slash Chronicles, where you can become a patron uh, and give us your hard-earned money for sitting on our ass and recording this. Give us your money, uh, man. We can do yeah, cool I mean, things with it. We can make cool stickers and... and uh, can get new microphones. That new skate deck that we're going to be promoting. I can pay some of my bills, maybe, if you guys give me enough. Right, right, right. No, it's good shit. <laughs> I think it's shit that uh, listeners can benefit we from. We fucking deserve it, okay? This is a lot for, of work. For, for Friday. <laughs> well, that as well, yes. But uh, no, you can uh, you can go on there and you can become a patron. You can give $1 or more a month, and you can receive early access to episodes. So if we post them every two weeks, you can get episodes every week, pretty much. Uh, and if you go on there and you become a patron and pledge five dollars or more a month you can receive early access as well as exclusive episodes uh a lot of you enjoyed the creepy reddit post episode so we could probably do that one as an exclusive and then you know people who don't donate five dollars won't rehear that episode and you lucky people who do uh have the money can hear those and then you can enjoy those as well yeah for those that don't just i guess just enjoy continuing listening to us for free which yeah, and probably too. get a better job so you can give us some of your money. You know, my thing is, uh, and since we started doing this, it's kind of eased uh, the frustration. But, you know, we grew up in the 90s. I mean, we, I mean, I was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s, so it's it was a good time to be a kid before, during, and after the Internet had made its uh, arrival. So, right. you know... It, now it's like you just look around. I mean, it's 2018. Like so many people are just like you're working from home. You're making money on the internet, and the internet is there for yeah. everyone. And it just it's so it's so upsetting that you know I just you spend so much time talking about wanting to do something or something. It would be so easy, or you should do it because you want to. And that's been my thing with you know the whole making the internet. I mean, something like Facebook and shit. Like people just they utilize the internet and, and other aspects of technology to uh, to do great things, do great things that they enjoy doing. And, and we like to think of this podcast as a great thing. Well, yeah, this is our this is our vessel, and I think yeah. it's badass. So this is our creative outlet that we are letting you guys listen to. Yeah, I'm tired of watching everybody else have fun and make money on the internet. So and we want to fucking make money on the internet too. So here, here we are, trying we are. to trying to do that. Um, we also have an Instagram account now, so you can follow us there at the Mason Jar Chronicles. We have a Facebook page as well. We did a lot of social media stuff over this uh, over these last few days. Um, and then the there's actually two. You said there was a girl on Facebook that has the Mason yeah, Jar I Chronicles. Yeah, I think it's an old. Thing. Yeah, the oldest post. I mean, the newest, the most recent post on that page was 
like three or four years ago, but it was like just knickknacks and, and crafty shit with mason jars. So ours is fucking cooler. So you just look for the logo and you'll see that it's ours and not hers. Absolutely. Um, also, we have a raffle coming up where you could win a customized skate deck uh, with the original mason jar logo on it. And we're gonna have more details about that soon. Uh, we're gonna be coming out with some stickers soon. Uh, and like I said, all of this. Uh, all this cool shit can come out if you guys become patrons on the Patreon page. Which, I mean, it's a dollar a month. That's not that bad. Things you know? happen I mean, faster I, with money. I, I listen it's to po- other podcasts, and I, I contribute to their Patreon. So if I like something, I'm going to try to, you know, help them out. You know what I mean? You guys get it. I heard you. Uh, <laughs> so that's good enough for that plug. We'll plug it again in case you guys forget. And uh, if you're annoyed with it, then, you know, fucking, I don't care. Let's get to what we are covering today. Who are we talking about, man? Who are we talking about? I, for one, am super excited about this episode because we are covering one of the most notorious and well-known serial killers out there, Mr. Jeff Dahmer. Jeffrey, Uh, for short. Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffathy, for short. Jeffathy. Jeffathy. So, uh, yeah, we're covering Jeff Dahmer today. To Johnny's uh, disappointment, it's probably going to be a few episodes in length. Two two parter max, maybe we'll see. It's a lot of information, dude, and I, it's a lot of good stuff. Um, but today we're going to be covering his childhood, uh, which really wasn't that bad compared to other serial killers that we've read about and covered. Uh, we're going to get up to his military service and him. Subsequently, being kicked out of the military for his, uh, I guess, addiction. So uh, let's hop right into this. All right. So Mr. Jeffrey Dahmer was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on May twenty first, nineteen sixty. His birthday is actually coming up uh, in a few days. Yeah, birthday uh, to, boy. Birthday boy. To that he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> to Lionel and Joyce Said Dahmer. No Lion- ever. Too bad. Too Jeffrey bad. He's Dahmer's dead. dead. I'm sure there's there's people out there, man. There's groupies out there that love serial killers. There's actually like a fetish for it. I can't remember what it's called, though. Fucking stupid. Yeah, that's probably what it's called because, I mean, I don't see how you could love someone like this as we're literally glorifying him in an entire episode. You had attachment issues as a child, that's why? Maybe. I don't know. But anyway... Speaking of attachment issues, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was born to Lionel and Joyce Dahmer. Lionel Dahmer was a student at Marquette, Marquis University, Marquette, Marquis University, working towards, yeah, so I would say Marquette University, working towards a degree in chemistry, and Joyce Dahmer was a teletype machine instructor, which I still don't know what a teletype is. Teletype. It sounds like some kind of a keyboard. Yeah, it's got a... Uh, it's believed that Dahmer was denied enough attention as an infant, which will create a serial killer if it's severe enough. Uh, Joyce, who found breastfeeding to be difficult and irritating, refused to feed Jeff in this way, which I'm assuming she switched to a bottle because he didn't die as an infant. And Joyce eventually worked herself into a state of anxiety, even attempting suicide on one occasion by overdosing on equ- Equinil pills, Equinil? which she had become addicted to. Yes, Equinil pills, which she had become addicted to. Now, I don't... Uh, my parents never attempted suicide, but I can't imagine that that would be good on a child. To that you know, know that your par- One of your parents... Well, yeah, that I know I mean, of. If I mean, they had, and they're, and they're good parents, uh, subsequently... They wouldn't tell me. They, yeah, yeah, they'd probably keep it from you. 
Hopefully. That's one That's one thing you can lie to your kids about is attempting to kill yourself and Santa Claus. Other than that, you shouldn't lie to your kids. If you're going to bring it up, make sure it's Thanksgiving dinner or, you, you know, know, a big deal where everybody can hear about it. You can discuss it with everyone. Yeah, that's when you should. That's the best time to do right. it. Don't do it in private. You Let everybody have know about it. 30 or 40 different conversations about it. No, just get it all out there. Maybe make a Facebook post about it. That'd probably be the best route, well, that's, honestly. I, then that's, 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 that's an umbrella, dude. That covers everything. Well, that's typical uh, these days. Everybody puts their business on FB. Maybe record a video of yourself talking about it. I mean, there's plenty of ways to get it out there. Just, you know, get it out there. Uh, so Lionel's studies kept him away from home most of the time. And when he was home, Joyce demanded all of his attention, uh, subsequently taking it from Jeff. Uh, she was really an attention hog, dude. Like, all she, she wanted all of his attention and didn't really care if Jeffrey got any attention at all, which is bad for a child. I mean, you know about development issues and things like that attention as an infant and as a toddler are very important to a kid's development it's crucial right? yeah yeah absolutely and if you bump your head fuck man it's all over you damage that frontal cortex you're a fucking serial killer get ready for it i mean it, it, i guess it, <laughs> i suppose it can increase your chances of you're at least a psychopath or a how hard you hit your head well don't hit it too hard well, uh, when discussing table, man. coffee table is like perfect height you gotta buy those little rubber corners. Saw them at Walmart the other day. You gotta buy those. So Have you baby kissed your shit yet? You no, the dude's not even walking yet. Well, that's true. Oh, man. Yeah, but I figured he's not you know. even moving around. He doesn't do anything. He just lays there. That's you're not a planner. All right, right on. I'm a planner. I'm just not a fucking money waster, dude. I don't need that shit yet. Well, I mean, I waste money, but not on that. You know, I buy myself cool stuff. Right, right. Well, I buy my kid stuff. He doesn't need anything. I've got my kids tons of stuff. No, nah, he dude, he's clothes and diapers. Yeah, just milk and fucking, you know, onesies. Which, ironically, are the most expensive fucking things in the world um, because you have to buy them constantly. But, well, you know, preventative maintenance over here, man. Yeah, I hear you. But I love my son, and I'll spend all my money on him if I have to. But I will not That's stop doing sweet. this podcast for him. He can suck it up. Well, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. We're talking, we're going a long time about that. Hey, no one uh, cares about so, your kid, dude. Whoa, man, that's rude. <laughs> everybody cares about him. He gets tons of likes on Instagram. Not everybody does. That's a ridiculous statement. Not everybody, but a lot of people do because he gets a lot of likes on Instagram, dude. That's true. And everyone knows that those transfer to love. Everybody so. likes babies. Yeah, he's cute enough. Uh, so, when discussing his childhood, Jeff describes it as, quote, extreme tension. His parents arguing all the time. And um, in elementary school, he was noted as quiet and timid by his peers, which, I mean, that makes sense. Your parents are arguing all the time. You go to school. You're going to be, you know, you're going to, you're not really going to be there. Right, well, his, yeah, his social skills were piss poor. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and about the age of four, uh, well, before the age of four, Jeff was described as a happy, energetic kid. But uh, around the age of four, right before his fourth birthday, he had to get a double hernia surgery. And after the surgery, uh, his dad said he became very secluded and very distant from the family. And this is – this probably definitely didn't help his uh, upbringing. He also thought that his uh, genitals were removed, which, I mean – as a kid, I guess, could be confusing, but, I mean, you could literally just look down and see, right, yep, right. my well, dick is still there. I, I thought it was interesting when I was reading about that whole, I don't understand 
how I, I guess I don't know enough about hernia operations. I, I I'm just trying to understand how a hernia operation would turn into brain damage. Well, it's not that's not the brain damage. I think it just maybe it was traumatic for him because he was so young. I mean, I don't know. I've never had surgery on anything, so I don't really know what surgery is like. But I could believe as a four-year-old it would be a little scary. Right. As an adult, I could see it being scary. Um, and so after that, he became, like I said, he became really distant, and I mean, that definitely had an effect on him. Uh, from an early age, Jeff was very interested in animals, and his friends recall him collecting large insects, keeping them in jars. That's normal kid stuff. Kids do that. Normal. I mean, we used to catch fireflies and stuff, put them in jars, shake them up, they die the next morning. You know, it's whatever. It was cool as a kid doing that kind of shit. Um, this is something I didn't do as a kid. Uh, he began collecting roadkill and would dismember them at his home or in the woods behind it. Um, he would take these various animal parts and put them in jars, which he kept in the family's tool shed. That red flag right there. Right. That is not a normal kid thing. Kids don't do that. You At least not where that? I'm from. No, I never collected roadkill, dismembered it, and put it in jars. I, I didn't, uh, I mean, I wasn't morbid about it, and I didn't collect roadkill, but at a young age, I was already, like, you know, me and my dad, like, we would hunt and we would, you know, scan clean and cook, whatever. Right, that's ate. different, though. But I feel like... You're going to eat that. Right, just but collecting I mean, I still... Shit. Of course, my parents were a little more involved than his, uh, but I feel like being an eight-year-old with a shotgun and killing animals, I mean, I, I, I find myself pretty resilient, I guess. I just... It, yeah, I mean, you didn't you didn't equate those animals to, like, something you could also do to a person right, that well, we I mean, know of. Course, of. And like I said, I mean... I was raised, if I don't plan on eating it, then there's no reason I should be shooting it. And I was raised that way too, but one time I was a kid and I had a pellet gun, and I killed a crow and my dad told me he was going to make me eat it. And I was like, that's a trash bird, I can't eat that. And no, you he can't told me it. I was going to have to eat it. The, you know, Luckily he didn't make me eat it, because I probably would have got really sick. Uh, most likely. There were a couple times where I would, uh, like, I'd just be out front with you know a little pellet gun or BB gun, and... I'd see either a ground squirrel or uh, a rabbit or whatever, and I would just You're like see I should if, fucking kill that thing. I would just you know just to see if because one on one hand it's like I want to see if I can hit it, and the other hand but you can't like, see if you can hit it without killing it. Right, and then once I hit it, it I just a whole to catch twenty two. Yeah, just a whole blanket of emotions just just takes over and I feel like shit and it's like why did I do that man and especially it's the worst if you if you're just doing that and you don't kill the animal so you have to like finish killing the animal yeah or it runs off and you're like fuck it's gonna die now yeah because before I wasn't humane now now I want to now I want to fix the situation by being more humane (laughs) <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to try to fix my mistake by killing yeah, you completely. I mean, there's, no, there's not a whole lot of logic behind perfect it. Perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, it, I guess impulse. Uh, you know, a guy with a... Impulse know, control. It's important. I'm a boy with a BB gun in my hand. I just want to shoot something. Whether it's a... And hopefully not kill it. You know, and beer cans are boring. You want something that's moving. Yeah, exactly. Has that, that, that kill factor. It's, I mean, you're still holding a firearm. But... Fortunately for me, I'm I'm able to separate reality from you know. And you're a somewhat sane person now. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not a murderer. Which is good. That's, that's a good thing to not be. That's an A++. Yeah, you should always avoid you should always try to avoid being a murderer at all costs. Right. Well, speaking of fucked up things, uh on another occasion he decapitated a dog and Now nailed... this is I hope the dog was dead already at least, you know. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Well, yeah, I mean, it would be hard he, to cut I'm, a dog's head off. He's while responsible it's alive. for the death of the dog. So probably, yeah, he probably killed it and then decapitated it. Right. But after he decapitated the dog, he nailed the body to a tree. So, mm. right. He impaled the skull of a dog of the dog uh, on a. It was a separate dog. He impaled the skull this is another of, dog. of a separate dog on mm-hmm. a stick uh, beside a wooden cross in the woods behind his house. Uh, the fixation he had on dead animals is said to have had uh, began when he was about four, uh, and the family was removing animal bones from beneath the house. Uh, and according to Lionel, he was oddly thrilled. Uh, with the sound the bones made and instantly developed a fixation on playing with and collecting animal bones. See, to me, I still don't think that's that weird. I mean, the dog part's weird, but the bone thing, I don't think it's that weird, man. I have a shark in a jar that I, well, uh, when I was in college, that I uh, dissected and, I, and she was pregnant and I kept one of the babies. To a certain extent. I don't think it's that weird. Well, no, to a certain extent, it's not. I mean, I grew up out, out in the country as a kid, so, I mean, cow bones. There's bones everywhere. Bones, bones all over the place. People I have mean, bones in their house. Friggin', what do you think a steer I, I head think, is? It's a bone. I think, uh, you know, and this is just my personal preference or opinion, but you should probably separate uh, or differentiate between cow bones in a pasture and, like, domesticated animal bones. Well, not only that, I mean, if you find some bones, cool. If you're killing the animal to get the bones, that's a little alarming. Right. So... Well, in October 1966, Lionel and Joyce became pregnant and let Jeff name the baby. Sounds like a brilliant <laughs> fucking idea. Yeah. Captain Fuckhead. Captain Fuckhead. <laughs> we can't name him that, Jeff. Just we cannot name, name him Captain Fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> Let's name him. I'm not going to get as much attention. <laughs> yeah. So he chose David Dahmer, uh, who like was since vanished from the earth, assuming that he changed his name after his brother was captured. So Horrible mistake, man. I would have kept that last name. You know, well, I don't know. He might have been harassed a lot, but I feel like he could have like he could have met the love of his life through that way. I mean, someone right. who's obsessed with his brother. Also, guilty by association, man. People see the last name, they see that they're brothers, and maybe they assume that he's hate. People just jump to conclusions, man. I'm jumping to conclusions yeah. about people jumping to conclusions. It just fucking happens. Would you? Would you? Would you want to meet David Dahmer? I would want to meet him. I think I'd like be to cool. have a conversation with Jeffrey Dahmer. Would I want to hang like, out man, with Jeffrey Dahmer? No. Would I want to yeah, have man, a beer with Jeffrey Not as interesting Dahmer? as Probably Jeff. Not. But, Maybe. I mean, who knows? He's probably not as interesting as his brother, but... No. He's probably so, just a normal dude with a family now. Right. So he vanishes. The same year, Lionel obtained his degree and got a job as an analytical chemist in Akron, Ohio. Uh, in 1968, the family relocated to Bath, Ohio. Is that Bath? Sounds, Bath? Yeah. Bath. Bath. Sounds like Bath. a beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, two years later... Sounds like a place where they actually don't take baths. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Bath. <laughs> two years, bath, Ohio. What the hell? I'm gonna take a bath. T- two years later, over a family dinner of chicken, uh, Jeff asked his father, "What would happen if you put the bones in bleach?" I mean, that's like that's like googling chloroform. You know, it's just kind of odd. Like, there's no reason. <laughs> Come on. I mean, there's just some things you just don't need to fucking know. You know, it's like googling how to get to the dark web. <laughs> right. Get, 
Given his father's concern for Jeff's lethargic and distant attitude, he was happy his son was taking an interest in chemistry. So he showed Jeff how to safely bleach and preserve the bones. Jeff would not forget this fucking lesson. Of course he would. He used this for the rest of his life. <laughs> right. Oh, Lionel, what are you doing, dude? Uh, you should have showed him how to not do it and fuck the bones up every time. He lost interest. Man. Good going, Lionel. So I think time, he was just taking any chance to, like, relate <laughs> with his kid, though. Because at this point, he's, like, distant from everyone. I think he was just taking any opportunity yeah, to, like, son time, be I'll his friend. I can fucking get, absolutely. I mean, I sure, get I'll help you fucking decapitate this dog. Let's be friends, dude. Yeah, man, we're bonding. Call it what you want. <laughs> Bonding. Hand me that. Hand me that knife over there. No, 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 no. The big one. The big one. <laughs> the, 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 we need the big one for this one. It's a thing. <laughs> it's so, a great thing. We gotta so, cut. So, by the time Jeff was a teenager, he was tense, disengaged, and largely friendless. Uh, who isn't though? Well, kids who are bleaching bones in their backyard. They definitely are. Do not have a lot of probably friends. Probably not having slumber parties. The bones are their friends. But <laughs> the bones. The bones are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> By fourteen, Jeff was having thoughts of murder and necrophilia. By totally high normal. school, yeah. By high school, Jeff was seen as a loner with very few friends. Uh, and people thought of him as an outcast and were disturbed by the fact that he would be drinking both beer and hard alcohol, which he smuggled into school in his army fatigue jacket. The fact that the kids Never. were in an army fatigue jacket, I mean, that's we're, we're just we're just tripping over red flag after red flag. If you're going to party hard, if you're going to party, dude, party hard, you know, well, I mean, don't well, let school stop you. Well, have you noticed I didn't say anything about the alcohol? Just he the, just the just army the jacket. jacket he's fucking wearing. I mean, we used all that's to missing is the trench coat <laughs> in the in the parking lot, man. We'd you'd stop at Sonic or whatever the fuck was open early in the morning. You'd get you uh, an orange juice or whatever the fuck, and you know whatever vodka you smuggled out of your parents' uh, liquor cabinet, and then you just sit in your parking spot and have a couple swigs with your buddies, have some laughs. But not at fourteen, uh, right? I mean, I was fifteen, sixteen. I mean, I was in high school. Damn, you're cool to me. I just ate donuts in the morning. We had a donut store across from my school. Well, we had a liquor store across from ours. <laughs> Perfect. That's a good. They probably got plenty of business from you. Right, right. Uh, well, I wasn't old enough to buy it. We had this guy. His name. Uh, we called him Trouble. For, uh, oh, it's yeah, an appropriate name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know his real name. Uh, so. This guy, he would hang out in front of the local liquor store, and all you had to do was give him like a dollar seventy-five or dollar fifty and quarters, so he could get him a couple black and malts, and he'd buy your booze for you. It was a different time. Yeah, I used to give. Very uh, in high school, I was a delivery driver for Pizza Hut, and I used to give Trouble's dad rides. He'd be walking across town, so <laughs> I would just give him lifts and shit, and you know, just drop him off, and then I'd go about my delivery. So, oh, hey, you gotta be friends with trouble sometimes. Pizza, pizzas were probably cold by the time I got into the house, but... Yeah, that 30 minutes or less, That's you're the reason they stopped doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... it's a, it's a it, Well, back then, it was like a $10 pizza. You know, it's okay. Oh, man. You're not, you're not having to leave the house, man. So just suck it up. Eat your cold yeah, pizza. Yeah, you just fucking wait a minute. Pizza's the best cold anyways. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> They're cooking it. I'm getting it ready to eat. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm cooling it off for you. Right. So, uh, one time a classmate noticed Dahmer drinking a cup of gin and asked why he was drinking it. What a stupid fucking question. Right? Uh, so he could get fucking drunk, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Dahmer realized this, so he replied, it's my medicine. 
So, Which is uh, a great response to someone asking why you're uh, drinking gin you in the that? middle no, of the day not. at school. No, it's not. <laughs> Again, aside from his weird antics, Dahmer was considered by the staff and teachers a polite student who, who seemed to be intelligent. Which typically they are. I mean, Kemper had most a, serial killers are. Yeah, yeah. Kemper's IQ was what 145, 155, something like that. Yeah, it was up there. Yeah, he received average grades, probably because he wasn't engaged, so that makes sense. Exactly why. But this was chalked up to his lack of apathy, so, yeah. Now, this is this is kind of the part where he starts to kind of become his own person. You know, in high school you think you know who you are, but you really don't. I mean, you don't really know who you are until you're, like, probably 30-something. You don't, don't Johnny, know. do you know who you are? You don't fucking, dude. I still, I'm still trying to be the person I wanted to be when I was 18. Just, you should be the person you needed when you were 18. Just, just cool, dude. Cool vibes. Doing just cool chilling, things. Dude. Yeah, just doing, just doing what I want to do, man. There you go. That's, what, that's, so, that's so who far. you should aspire to be. Just so a cool guy <laughs> doing cool stuff. I, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I'm on my way. You're getting there, dude. I think you're pretty cool. Thanks, dude. Welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> so when Jeff reached puberty, he discovered that he was gay. Uh, he didn't tell his parents, even though he did have a brief relationship with another boy. Dahmer admitted that he started to have fantasies about dominating and completely controlling a submissive male partner, which still is not that crazy. That's fetish stuff. I mean, people are into that. I think it's funny that him being gay, he felt that that little fun fact uh, – made the priority list of things uh, to keep secret. Like, yeah, not like, killing the dogs and everything. Yeah, 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 I can't let anybody know. It was a I'm different gay. time, dude. Like, this was dude, in, no uh, one's worried about the, you being gay, 80s? bro. Look at how you're acting. No, this was in like the 70s. Right, I mean, sure, it was frowned upon, but personally... Everybody was fucking in have, the 70s, though. If I had all of these internal issues, my sexuality would just... It, I don't even think it would be on the radar. Unless you were controlled by sexual urges, which Jeff Dahmer was. Yeah, I guess so. We're going to get to that. Uh, we are going to get to that in actually this next sentence that I say. This very next uh, one? Yeah, very next one. Well, just about. So these fantasies started to become intertwined with dissection. Um, and actually at one point while he was in high school, he they were do, uh, dissecting fetal pigs. And he actually took the fetal pig home after. Obviously he wasn't supposed to. Um, and he kept it in the tool shed, and he said that he would masturbate in his room, and instead of thinking about other guys, he was thinking about the fetal pig, the dead animal. And if you're thinking about that while you're jerking off, you should go talk to someone immediately. Because you could do whatever you want in the bedroom, and you could fuck whoever you want, but that is not a normal thing to think about while you're jerking off. Is it the same thing if you're jacking it thinking about bacon? Because bacon you know, is fucking I guess, good, dude. Yeah, I mean, but that's more of like your tastes, you know, that's, you know, that's right a little different. I mean, I would definitely, you know, maybe look at some porn so while you jerk off. It's fucking 2018, bacon, it's totally dude. acceptable. But if you're thinking about an animal that you just dissected, that's a problem. But you right. should just get on the internet, dude. It's fucking, it's not the 70s anymore. He didn't have the internet, bro. No, but you should if you're jerking off about bacon. No. I'm not saying I am. Hypothetically, I'm just saying bacon is right, a little more right. attractive yeah, yeah, yeah. than no, 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 yeah, no, dead, no, yeah, yeah. You know, a baby pig in the shed. Let's just move on, yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. Um, so when he was 16, he started. To, if you really want to. 
We could keep talking about the yeah, bacon. I, it's I, fine. I, mean, I can talk about dead baby pigs. I'm cooking some up right now. <laughs> Dude, I wish I had some bacon in the oven right now. So, when he was 16, he started to have rape fantasies about a male jogger that would run by his house. And what he wanted to do is he wanted to knock him out and then make sexual use of the unconscious body. And he eventually acted on this. But, well, every day what he would do is he would hide in the bushes and he would watch this dude run. Like, every single day he ran the same exact route, same time and everything. And then one day Dahmer finally got the courage up and he had a baseball bat and he hid in the bushes that day. But by some crazy divine miracle, the jogger didn't run by that day. And I lo- I I searched on the internet a little bit to try to find like to see if anyone found out like the identity of the jogger, let him know like, hey man, you almost got killed by Jeffrey Dahmer, but I couldn't really find anything about him. I would want to know that. That'd be cool. I'd be like, oh shit, that's crazy. Jeff Dahmer thinks I'm hot. You got his number? <laughs> really, dude? No, I'm just fucking kidding, dude. I don't well, want to. The date first Jeffrey half Dahmer. was flattering. <laughs> I don't I don't want to date Jeffrey Dahmer. Sounds like you want to He's date dead Jeffrey anyway, Dahmer. So no, let's just move on, okay? We'll Necrophilia. Yeah, well, at least I'm not fucking bacon, so <laughs> you should be a bacon. real person. <laughs> just jerking <laughs> off thinking about it. Enough about what I do behind closed doors, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, despite his loner loner mentality, Dahmer started to have friends and became somewhat of a class clown. Uh, he was really the school clown. Everybody knew who Dahmer was because he was so fucking weird. And there's a movie called My Friend Dahmer, which is based on the book that his, one of his friends wrote. I think his friend's name was Durf or something like that. It's like his last Durf. name. Fucking Durf. Fucking Durf. <laughs> but it's about how Jeff was in high school. And the actor who plays Jeff does like a really good job at you know portraying this fucking weird-ass kid. Uh, there wasn't a lot of murder in it, which was, you know, upsetting. But they ended it. I won't tell you where they ended it. I just almost fucked that up for everybody. Spoiler so, alert. He dies. Spoiler alert. Jeff Dahmer <laughs> dies in high school. It's not a very, uh, not the a very end. accurate story. <laughs> so some of the acts he'd done were to entertain classmates and other were to just get attention from people because it's not like he was getting it at home. He would pretend to have seizures, he would pretend to have cerebral palsy, knock things over in stores and at school. Basically just being a fucking annoying-ass high school kid. But everybody acted like that up until like the 90s, until that shit was deemed not really funny anymore. Dude, I'm still an annoying high school kid. You are? Yeah. Mentally. Kinda. Not literally. Nah, you're cool. But you work around kids, so it makes sense that you'd act like that. Middle school, man. It's uh, it's a fun it's a fun fucking age to observe for sure. Kids are <laughs> that sounded weird, but we'll we'll move on from that too. <laughs> you know, I mean, within the school setting, you fucking weirdo. Okay, man. I'm just saying. We're talking about Jeff Dahmer here. You're talking about watching kids. I'm just just saying. Talking right, about fucking right, bacon. Right, right. Well, bacon, bacon's different. Bacon, <laughs> that's a different story now. We can talk about bacon again. For sure. So by this time, Jeff's grades were declining, and this was obviously due to being a fucking drunk in high school. The same year, Jeff's parents began counseling to settle personal differences, and they had an attempt to save their marriage. This was unsuccessful, and they divorced. In early 1978, Lionel moved out of the family home. And the May of the same year was the year that Dahmer graduated high school, and then shortly after his graduation, Joyce was awarded custody of him. And for some reason, she promptly moved out of the house and moved in with relatives, and Jeff, being 18, didn't have to move with her, so he got to stay in the home um, 
by himself, which would be pretty sick as an 18-year-old. Especially an 18-year-old um, that likes killing people. Well, I was just saying, a normal 18-year-old, oh. fresh out of high school, you fucking party house, dude. He didn't have any friends, man. He can fucking That's party true, with us. But you don't got to have friends to have people come over and trash your house for you and have a party. Man, I'm not friends with Jeffrey Dahmer or anybody like him, but if they had a party, I still wouldn't show up. I don't care how cool the party is. I don't know, man. Of course, I mean, it's not like I would know the fun facts about Jeffrey Dahmer while I was partying with him. Yeah, you wouldn't know that there's a bunch of fucking dead animals and decapitated dogs in his fucking tool shed behind his house. Just bleached bones. Bleached bones that his dad taught him how to do. (laughs) Him and his dad. Fucking Lionel, dude. Time with Papa. Time with Papa. (laughs) Bleaching bones. Fucking Lionel. Jeez, he likes science. (laughs) He likes science, oh my god. I'll show you how to bleach the bones. That's not a very good um, Midwestern accent. I can't do a Midwestern accent. That's okay. Moving on. First murder. Yeah. First Dom- murder. Dom- Dom- Never forget your first time. Oh, it's – I don't know anything about it, so I'm just going to talk about his. Well, not murder. I'm just saying in general, the first time you do stuff, you usually don't forget about it. R- r- well, I, no, I mean I forget a lot of first stuff that I've done, I'm sure. I right, can't man. remember. I forgot how fucking different you are. Yeah, I'm so different, unique, and eccentric. <laughs> There's no one. I'm hit special. Me, hit me up on OKCupid. Okay <laughs> yeah. Johnny Two Feet. Johnny Two Jokes. <laughs> Johnny Two Jokes. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck. I do have two feet, though. Good. That's good. So Dahmer committed his first murder in the summer of 1978 at the age of 18. Dahmer. It's a good age. Uh, well, you know, he's he's a man now. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Including murder. Dahmer always had a fantasy about picking up a hitchhiker. Which I've always been the opposite. I've always wanted to be yeah. nice <laughs> enough to pick pick up a hitchhiker, but I've always just... But, <laughs> worst case scenario, I'm not picking up a hitchhiker. I've always seen them and I'm like, man, I wish I could pick that dude up, but I don't really feel like getting killed today, so I yeah. just blow right past him. I don't know that guy, man. And he probably smells, man. Probably, he, he might be a murderer. Well, you know, like, remember driving across the desert in Arizona, you see all those no hitchhiking signs and all the prisons are out there, and you're like, dude, this is yeah, not man. exactly, this, I would never pick up someone walking out here. <laughs> you don't have to put up a sign up. I'm not, I'm not picking thing. anybody up. They had to post it because someone was picking them up. Someone was being a fucking idiot. The yeah. only time it's good to pick up a hitchhiker is if you're the murderer. Which, it's not good, but that's the only time that I think it makes sense to pick up a hitchhiker. It makes more I mean, sense yeah, sure. to pick up a hitchhiker if, if you are the dangerous one in the car, <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you have the gun, you're probably good. Yeah. So since, uh, since Donald was living alone at home, he had a free range to live out this fantasy now. So Dollar picked up 18-year-old Stephen Hicks while he was hitchhiking to a rock concert that he will never make it to. No, he did not. I wonder what concert it was, though. I don't know. Village People? No. <laughs> Is that no, rock? This was, this was the 70s. Yeah. I don't know, man. Bee Gees? This is almost the 80s. Fuck if I know. He lured he Hicks by offering him alcohol, which, I mean, it's pretty easy, especially if if uh, young teenager and shit, all you got to do is say you got booze or drugs in the car. Yeah, like, fuck he's a fucking rocker, party, too. So, when they got back to Jeff's house, they drank and had sex. When Steven tried to leave, Dahmer hit him in the head with a barbell, which is ironic later on. Uh, <laughs> when, Hicks fell, uh, when Hicks fell unconscious, Dahmer strangled him to death with a bar of the dumbbell. 
He stripped off Hicks' clothes and masturbated over the corpse. He dissected the body and buried it in a shallow grave in his backyard. Several weeks, uh, several weeks goes by. He digs up, he dug up the flesh, stripped it from the bones, uh, dissolved it in acid, and flushed it down the toilet. Fuck, dude. I mean, he really wanted to get rid of that shit. I mean, you've got to really break down some shit if you want to be able to flush it. Yeah, I mean, if he especially have if he has a low pressure toilet, dude. Well, mean. well, so he he pulverized the bone with a sledgehammer, and then scattered them in the sense. woods behind his home. So I guess, uh, I guess all the flesh and shit he just ground up and flushed. Yeah, I mean, he probably put the bones in there and the. Well, he put acid, so it the... just kind of broke it down. So after a few days in a five gallon bucket, all that flesh was probably just like a goo or like just like a yeah, really like filmy kind of liquid, goo. you know. Ooh, yeah, I'm sure it smelled great, too. Right. So six weeks after the murder, Dahmer's father and his new fiancé came over to the house and discovered Jeff living alone there. That August, Dahmer enrolled in Ohio State University, or as the uh, fuckheads say, the Ohio State University, like it's... Like, there's another Ohio State University. Yeah, I was reading that. I didn't put the because it didn't make any sense. Why do people say that? Because they're fucking... It's, the only people that say that are people that went to Ohio State. The Ohio State yeah, University. it just makes it sound more bad. Whatever, dude. You fucking city sucks. Dude, Arizona State University, one of the best schools in the nation. You don't say the Arizona State University. It's fucking stupid. because yeah, there's only fucking one. I'm not going to waste my time saying the if I don't have to. You've wasted so much just, time saying it already. Right. It's, and, and now you've made me waste time talking about how pretentious you are. <laughs> so way to go. So now I'm going to murder you and I'm going to... Dissolve your flesh and flush it down the toilet. Apparently it's doable. It so, is apparently doable. So yeah, that August he enrolls at uh, Ohio State and then hoping to major in business. So he was unsuccessful mostly due to alcoholism, of course, because he, he had slowed his drinking down. Um, and despite the fact that his father paid for the second term, Jeff dropped out after three months. Not much of an achiever, him. Well, I think he was a a big dreamer. He was a little sorts, distracted, <laughs> but pulling the trigger on shit and uh, and well, just being able to finish what he starts. I mean, a lot of people struggle with that. Shit. I want to go back to Stephen Hicks for a second because they had sex, but nowhere does it say that Stephen Hicks was gay. So, I mean, well, Jeff Dahmer. He could have gotten him drunk enough to where maybe Stephen Hicks was riding that line. I was like, you know what? I'm drunk. You know what? I can suck a dick. Human contact sounds nice right now. Give me that dick. Give me that. Give me that Jeff Dahmer dick. Or maybe he was saying Dahmer give me dick. that butt. Maybe he was the giver. I don't fucking know. No, Jeff actually only had anal sex on two occasions. I was reading. I was watching the uh, the full trial on YouTube, and that was one of the things they said. So Jeff was the uh, he was a top dude. He was the one fucking him. The more you know. He was the butt fucker, not the butt fucky. Right. So, it's good to know. In January of 1979, after his father was urging him to, Jeff joined the U.S. Army. He trained as a combat medic specialist at Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio, Texas. On July 17th, nice. yeah, on July 17th, 1979, he was stationed in Baumholder, West Germany. I think I'm saying that right, Baumholder. It looks like it says Baumholder. It looks like Baumholder. During his first two years, Dahmer was described as an average or above-average soldier. Two soldiers attest to being raped by Dahmer. 
One said in 2010 that while stationed in Baumholder, West Germany, Donner repeatedly raped him over a 17-month period. What the fuck, bro? It's a long time, dude. Dude, how are you not speaking up for yourself? I mean, I, mean, I, fucking... I can't relate. So, I mean, I guess it's a fucked up thing to say, but... For, well, a lot of guys that get raped by men... No one is ever going to rape me over a 17-month period. Like, it's not going to happen. I don't know, man. You've never been in that situation. A lot of men that get raped by other men, they I, feel I, look, like I am, embarrassed I am going by. public with it right now. No one will ever <laughs> rape me for a 17-month period. This is my testament. It is recorded, and it is in the airwaves. Hear I will not now. be raped for 17 months. Will not. <laughs> so, And frankly, refuse to be raped for 17 months. I will not. So another soldier believed Dahmer drugged and raped him while inside of an armored personnel carrier in 1979. Dahmer I don't know what dr- armored personnel carriers looked like in 1979, but I can't imagine they were very spacious. Uh, type, yeah. They gotta be small, man. And were they the only two? I mean, that's... I that feel like a whole crew strange. would be in one of those things. Yeah, it's a personnel carrier. Unless... Unless it was just it wasn't one that was being operated. Maybe you just kind of like threw oh, yeah. it into this like parked fucking. Sense. Yeah. So. Well, what were they doing? Then? Well, he was getting his fuck on. Oh well, yeah. The other guy was uh, asleep. Probably. So Dahmer kept drinking and eventually was declared unfit for the military in 1981, and then he was subsequently discharged. He received an honorable discharge. I don't know how the fuck that happens, but different Yeah, times, I don't know, I man. He should have got at least a general discharge or yeah. something. And his peers thought his troubled uh, his troubles in the army would not have an effect on his civilian life. So maybe they, Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> right. I guess maybe You'll got to have a college degree to get in the army. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on March 24th, 1981, Dahmer arrived in Fort Jackson, South Carolina to be debriefed. He was provided a plane ticket to fly anywhere in the U.S. Dahmer told him he wanted to go to Miami Beach, Florida because he was tired of the cold. In Florida, Dahmer found employment at a delicatessen. Delicatessen. It's like a deli for like unusual foreign So I see this word all the time, but I I just avoid saying it, so I've never learned how to say it. Well, now you know. Our podcast taught you something. Uh... So that he was there, and he rented a room in a nearby hotel. He was eventually kicked out of the hotel due to non-payment because he spent all of his money on alcohol. There's a pattern here of alcohol ruining every good thing that Jeffrey Dahmer has. Uh, yeah, but uh, people have to lose everything in order to see a problem sometimes. Especially with alcohol. Well, You're only going to fix your problems with more alcohol. I mean, it's just like any other uh, addiction. Um, right. But, but I mean, I mean, uh, later on, obviously, his alcohol was the was beneficial to what he was trying to do with his life at that point. I guess. So, so Dahmer returned to Ohio after this because he was kicked out. He was basically homeless. He was sleeping on the beach. He was uh, not working, obviously, and just getting fucking shit faced drunk all the time. So he returned to Ohio and lived with his father and stepmother. And they required Dahmer to do numerous chores to occupy his time while looking for work. Two weeks after he got back, he was arrested for drunken disorderly conduct, which he was fined 60 bucks and given a 10-day jail sentence, which, again, times were a little different, I guess. All right. Uh, 
Lionel tried to wean his son off of alcohol, which obviously was unsuccessful, and in December 1981, he was sent to live with his grandmother. Uh, she was the only family member that Dahmer really ever showed affection to, so they figured that if he went to live with her, it would maybe help him refrain from alcohol, get a job, and live his life responsibly. And at first, living, his, with, it, living with his grandmother was working out fine. He went to church with her, did chores willingly, actively looked for work, and obeyed all of her house rules, except for she didn't allow him to smoke or drink in the house. And then in 1982, Dahmer found employment as a phlebotomist, which I feel like is something you have to have a degree for now. Uh, you no, can't just I, be a phlebotomist now. I think, if anything, maybe a two-year degree, but I think it's a school. It's a specific school. Yeah, it's probably like a trade school. To, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I would assume that you'd have to be some sort of a doctor, but I, I don't think that's the case. I'm sure you have to have at least some sort of certification to do it. Right. I mean, even being a, what do they call like a, what do they call them? They work in like a, yeah, morgues and shit. A mortician. Mortician? Yeah. Even morticians need, like, a specific training school to go to. I, I knew a girl at one point. I still know her. So, but, yeah, I think unless her plans have changed, she's the one person I've ever known that she was fascinated by it, and she has always talked about pursuing uh, the mortician path. Is she a murderer? Uh, no, I think she's just uh, – I mean, shit, we're, we have a, a podcast about murderers, so – Maybe she's just right, but they don't know that we're not murderers. Right. I mean, I think she just has the same infatuation with death. She's just taken in a different direction. You should tell her to check out the show. I should. I haven't done that yet. We insulted her on it. <laughs> no, no, she's a cool chick. Um, but yeah, she uh, she's always wanted to do that, and she's she's we've discussed it briefly in, in the past, but I, she's talked about how uh, there's specific training that you need in order to become. I'd imagine there would be. Right. So uh, he worked as a phlebotomist at the Milwaukee Blood Plasma Center, and he did this job for 10 months before he was laid off. I feel that pain. Uh, he remained unemployed for two years, just living off what his grandmother gave him. And shortly before he – actually, shortly before he lost his job, he was arrested for indecent exposure. On August 7th, 1982, Dahmer was observed exposing himself to 25 women and children – for this, he was fined $50 plus court fees, which, fuck, man, that seems like not a lot to flash your dick to 25 people. But I guess he could have just been pissing. Different I mean, times. That's I mean, that considered was... Indec that's considered indecent exposure. Yeah, but that was almost 40 years ago, man. I mean, I guess $50 was a lot more back then. And then, you know, we live in a, in a world filled with social media. So, I mean, indecent exposure wasn't so publicized back then, so it wasn't... You know, it was, they, they pulled you off the street, they smacked you around for being an idiot, and then you moved on with your life, I think. That's a good point. That's true, I guess. Um, in January 1985, he was fired at the infamous Milwaukee Ambrosia Chocolate Factory, which uh, is where we're actually going to stop for today. Um, what? Chocolate Factory cliffhanger! <laughs> yeah, dude, he worked at a chocolate factory while he was uh, <laughs> murdering a shitload of people. Yeah, but more Ovaltine, please. Yeah, <laughs> less bones in my chocolate, please. But no, that's where we're going to end it for Dahmer. Um, I got a feeling there'll be a part two and possibly a part three. Well, there's got to be a part two. 
Right, but I'm saying there might be a part three. We'll try to avoid it, because I'm sure you guys don't want to hear anything else about Jeff Dahmer. Nah, pretty boring fella. He's not that cool. Yeah, he didn't do a lot. Um, again, you guys can go on patreon.com slash the Mason Jar Chronicles and become a patron of our show. Patrons who pledge a dollar or more will receive uh, early access to episodes. Patrons who pledge five dollars or more will receive early access as well as exclusive episodes. Episodes. Fuck that up. Um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at the Mason Jar Chronicles. You can follow me on Instagram at How the Dads Chill. You can follow Johnny on Instagram at Johnny Two Jokes. Go like us on Facebook and leave a review for the podcast on iTunes. We've been uh, wanting to hear what you guys think about the show. I mean, I like. Obviously, people are enjoying it because I mean, you know, we're getting listens and you guys keep coming back and everything. But we really want to hear from you guys and see, you know, what exactly you think of the show. I mean, should we say less jokes? Yeah, should even the negative shit, man. We want to know. Uh, yeah, I want to know what the fuck you, you you would like maybe changed or switched up. If I'm doing something stupid, I'd like someone to let me know that I'm doing something stupid. So Yeah, I want to know if we so suck yeah, or if we're good. Uh, negative you know. feedback is still feedback. So on Patreon, iTunes, all that. If you're listening to it, whatever you're listening to us on, just, uh, yeah, go down in the comment box and fucking say some shit. And once you become a patron, I believe you can post on the community board on the Patreon um, on the Patreon page. So there, you could also leave a review, let us know what you think, things like that. <clears throat> uh, what else are we going to plug? Oh, the uh, raffle that's coming up—you can win a custom skate deck with our original Mason Jar logo on it. And we're going to have more details about that soon. We're still working out the parameters of that. Uh, getting the board made and all that kind of good stuff. If you want to know what guys. it looks like, you can go. It's up on Instagram. And it's on Instagram. It's also the cover photo on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can it's see just it there. Uh, so you get an idea of what the deck is going to look like. It looks really it's a little fucking cruiser board, dope, man. A little fish board. It is sick. Yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. I, I I I want it, but I think that's what <laughs> makes we're it, excluded from the sh- I, from the well, raffle. I think that's what makes it a cool cool thing to to raffle off, just because it's something that I would fucking want. So exactly. So yeah, I think it's I think it's dope, and I think uh, I think someone's going to be lucky to have it. Also, something else that we're doing that I didn't plug in the beginning is um, I posted it on Instagram earlier. You guys might have seen it, but I changed it now. So um, once we reach $100 a month on Patreon, we are going to start getting one of you patrons out there on the phone with us, and you will get to be on an episode of your choosing with us two. What? So exactly. Super exciting stuff. Um so if you are enjoying the show, that should be a big deal for you guys. I would love to be on one of the podcasts I listen to. I mean, I think it'd be fun just to get to know and listen to uh, some of the fuckers that listen to us, man. I think it'd be yeah, cool. it'd be cool to to hear what you guys uh, what you guys sound like, how you guys joke, you know, things like that. Show me what you've so, got. Uh, yeah, give us your best, you know, give us your best jokes, and we'll uh, we'll let you know if they suck or not. Yeah, you know. But uh, we can't do that without you guys going on to patreon.com slash Chronicles and becoming a patron of the show. It's a dollar. You get lots of cool stuff. We're going to be coming out with stickers soon. We're going to start giving them shits to patrons. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in the works. Um, we're not going anywhere anytime soon, so we got a lot of cool stuff coming out for you guys. But it does take funds, man. It does take funding. It takes so. money, and Johnny and I do not have a ton of it. Fuck no, dude. I work in education, bro. I'm not working right now, so this is all I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Right on. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it for Dahmer. We'll be back um, next week with part two, and we will catch you guys later. Later.